1: Welcome to Crime Land. My name's Julie J and this week as ever I'm joined by the absolutely fabulous
0: Sophie Janley.
1: Oh Sophie, so lovely to chat to you again missus. And this week we are talking about the death of Skylar niece. (laughs) We'll be right back. The cat sat on the before we start talking about this one as ever absolutely no offence is meant whatsoever in relation to the people mentioned in this story just a quick note as well regarding the sources that we used for this one so all that's interesting which is a really really good website uh, they have a really really wide array of stories and it's just fantastic so we use that one Murderpedia which is a great one we always use that one as well when we're talking about these things ABC News and our old friend and wikipedia there's no shame in using wikipedia
0: no there isn't everyone does it
1: now, I have to say, didn't use much of Wikipedia, but I did tap into it. So it's, a, it's only fair. It's only fair to name them anyway. Come here, Sophie, when I get right into it.
0: Plunge in, Julie. I'm ready to go.
1: Plunging, plunging. <laughs> okay, so uh, this story takes place in a place called Morgantown, which is a city in West Virginia in 2012, so eight years ago. I love the way actually somebody did message me during the week, and it was a message sent with love. But they did say they really enjoyed the way I say things. Like, so this takes place in 2015, five years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, now we can do the math."
0: Thank you. <laughs> no, you need to break it down for me, Julie. I, I need to know just, the
1: just, five years. <laughs> five years, yeah. So 2012, <laughs> eight years ago. It's just a little habit of mine. But they did end up with an out love heart at the end. So I no, think that you know, softens
0: I, the blow, doesn't it?
1: I'm not going to take a screenshot as is my wand and put it up on my Instagram story and say, look at me being trolled. Uh, no, it's uh, like, I don't think it was a trolling move, just a general <laughs> observation so Morgantown is a city in West Virginia and the city itself is home to West Virginia University it's got an art museum, sculpture garden, it's a big football town so they're mad into their American football and it's located on the Monongahela River which I'm sure I'm saying wrong so to the east there's this lake called Cheat Lake, it's got beaches, a shoreline so it's quite like an outdoorsy place with a lot of scenic beauty with a Population standing at over 30,000. It's not a large city by any stretch of the imagination, but Morgantown does have a crime rate that is 91% higher than the state, so the rest of the state's cities and towns of all sizes. So, That's in terms of very over- steep. Isn't it? I always find it so interesting because the FBI, I think it's the FBI, but they do these, I mean, I don't know how helpful it is, but you know the way they basically rate the crime rate versus the rest of the country. So Morgantown, as I said, so it would be like in the kind of, I suppose, the top 9% for crime, which is not good really for a small city.
0: I mean, I suppose, you know... Any area with all that mountainous ground, it's kind of inviting crime, isn't it really? You know, I, I, I'm i surprised that you're telling me that all this is going on in Virginia be or West Virginia because my only dalliance with the place would be just watching copious amounts of Walton's Mountain of a Saturday and Sunday morning as a child.
1: I suppose I don't know how reflective the Waltons would be of the state as a
0: whole, to be fair. Very true, and you know, time has moved on. You know, it's it's not that year anymore either. We need to think about that. Yeah, it's
1: it's a different epoch, but it's it's not. You know, it's it's in saying that it does seem to be your quintessential American city. They all go to the football on a Friday. Most people know each other. It's a relatively small community. They've got great food, apparently.
0: So you know, I could definitely college town. Like it's a real yes.
1: Yeah, so it's got the university, so it is a big college town as well. So okay. I mean, that could possibly explain, like perhaps some of the crime. You know, okay, you, you know, I don't have the exact details, but it could be generally if there's a college, t- if it's a college town, it could be a bit of drinking, bit of partying. So maybe there's just a lot of frakka, if you will,
0: dudes and the what's the girl and what, what's the, the sorority sorority
1: girls
0: drinking yeah, and so
1: all. Playing beer pong and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> They're playing beer pong. <laughs> They're playing beer pong for sure for chisel. Um and there is supposed to be lovely food in Morgantown as well, so not to crucify it completely. Okay. But in 2012, Skyner niece, Sheila Eddie, and Rachel Schof attended the University High School just to get just north of Morgantown, West Virginia. So they were in high school. Niece had known Eddie since she was eight, and Eddie had met Schof their freshman year. So the trio was inseparable, and
0: Skyler. what are their names yes. then
1: Skyler oh yes now the names now actually I haven't heard that we're talking their su- surnames but it might help if I switch to their first names it might be less confusing so Skyler niece, Sheena Eddy okay. and Rachel Schauf. So the trio was inseparable and Skylar was said to have served as an emotional support for the other two girls as both Rachel and Sheila had parents who had divorced. So Skylar, however, was an only child and her parents really doubted on her. Mm -hmm. Um, So they really liked to hang out in Skylar's house because her parents were just really lovely. They were really mad about Skylar and welcomed any friends she brought home. So Rachel... Uh, Rachel was kind of I suppose she was well liked and enjoyed drama and theatre in school but she was a little bit more on the reserved style side I should say so she came from a strict a strict Catholic family so the parents were really really strict on her and then of course Rachel was kind of I guess uh well that was Rachel and Mm -hmm. then Sheila was Sheila was kind of a bit more of an extrovert. She was fun loving. Uh she was very kind of outgoing. She had a lot more freedom than, say, Rachel
0: would have had. Very unusual name for America, isn't it, Sheila?
1: Well, I mean, I w- it wouldn't be do you think. Do you know what? It's I think with the spelling. Do you know the way they spell it in the states. Ah. It's usually spelled S H E I L A. So it's like the Anglicised version of it. Okay, okay. Because, of course, Sheila yeah, is an Irish name. Uh, the tr- So the trio, they were a real little trio. Best of Buds, BFFs, all of that. And I guess, I mean, I suppose that Skylar and, you know, Skylar and Rachel kind of enjoyed freedom. Sheila, not to the same extent, but look, the dynamic did essentially work for them as they were all very close as a little group but thanks to the trio's many social media posts it ultimately did become clear that Skylar, Rachel and Sheila had underlying tensions or issues with each other so Skylar tweeted yes so Skylar they were best of buds and then suddenly the tweets um, started getting a little bit weird.
0: As is often the case with a group of three gals, one is always left in the shade a little bit. Like and everyone kind of takes turns of being the one that's kind of not flavour of the month, you know? Well,
1: yeah, it's really hard. I mean, I don't I don't care what age you are, but when you have three friends, somebody's always gonna get excluded yeah. at some point. It's just the nature of I would say I say especially female friendship because female friendship is a little bit more nuanced, a bit more complicated. So Skylar tweeted in, uh, so she tweeted on the 31st of May, 2012, you're a two-faced bitch and obviously fucking stupid if you thought I wouldn't find, find out. Another tweet from Skylar said, too bad my friends are having lives without me. So it would kind of appear that Skylar, I suppose, felt that Rachel and Sheila were becoming closer friends and that she was being
0: increasingly cr- increasingly excluded. She's really really just throwing the feelings out there on Twitter though, isn't she? Like
1: she is. Yeah. I mean it's 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 but I guess like I'm I'm guilty of this as well. Like I don't hold back when it comes to when it comes to the emotions on on social media. So you can imagine I guess for no but um, it's it's a bit
0: they're even less filtered it's a bit like um kind of pointing the finger but not directly like everyone would be like you know leave people wondering who it's about kind of do you know
1: it's a bit yeah it's yeah
0: she had it she had her two friends everyone could you know put two and two together okay
1: well, uh, uh, they probably could certainly put two and two together. Also, actually, just a bit of a disclaimer at this point that I've discovered the name is actually Shelia, which is Shellia. even more unusual. Yeah, it turns out I'm just a little bit dyslexic. So it's not Sheila,
0: it's Shelia. <laughs> Shelia. Shelia, which that is even more, more unusual.
1: Uh, yeah i mean so shelly seems shelly and Skyler. i mean such such quintessential american names so shelly and Skyler were fighting a lot said daniel hobbeter who was a classmate in high school with the girls one time sophomore year myself and rachel were at practice for pride and prejudice and rachel had her phone up to her ear and she was laughing Mm -hmm. she was like listen to this shelly and skyler were fighting but skyler didn't know that shelly had put her on three-way calling and rachel was listening in so in other words like that <gasps> is just straight up out of mean girls
0: that's really nasty and it's really cruel isn't it like you know probably as well pushing her in to kind of like make her say things about the other one and it's really underhand i wouldn't like Aww, that
1: it's 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 horrible yeah it really really is and so you know again he was kind of saying it was clear that all was not well because she was openly doing this and laughing along the night of july 6 grainy security camera footage from outside skyler's family apartment shows skyler getting into this kind of just very generic nondescript sedan which is a very common car in the states
0: you hear about them a lot don't you i've never seen one of them i must have a look
1: you know what? I looked it up actually because I looked up the security footage for this and it is just like every American family film this is the car. Okay, I'm going to just it's find this done. Yeah. It's like, you know, Bigfoot, any of these <laughs> uh, what was the one? National. Chevy Chase, exactly. Chevy Chase, this was his car of choice in these American family comedy type films. So she was seen getting into a sedan the following morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Skyler did that you have the picture (laughs) I'm looking at the sedan yeah okay you're looking at the sedan so she's seen getting into this car and the following morning Skyler didn't turn up for work which we talked about this last week when we were discussing Paige Darcy it was just a massive red flag for Skyler because she always turned up for work Um, and her parents knew she didn't run away because her mobile phone was her mobile phone a charger was still in the room. Nothing appeared to be gone, so they reported their daughter missing immediately.
0: Of course, of course he would. But what was her job? Yeah. As
1: well? Oh God, I don't know. I actually, I can look that up now. Actually, that's a really good question. I wonder what her job was. Hang so on, so she let me did find she it.
0: Didn't show up for work. So the boss rings and says, "Oh, you know, where is she? What's going on?"
1: And nobody knows. Yeah.
0: Everyone's freaking. Everyone's freaking. So I'm going to look this up. Skyler' niece, um,
1: part-time job, maybe. That would have come okay. up under that. Okay. So this is her little Saturday, Saturday job. Um, oh, so her part-time job was at a fast food restaurant. And also to mention as well, because Skylar was a really, really as well as being very social, she was very academic. She had a four-point grade point average, which apparently is very good. I think we don't really get the SAT system over here, but apparently very good. And she worked at a fast food restaurant at the weekend, so she I, didn't turn up for work.
0: Probably and
1: her parents' treat.
0: Ivy League was on the cards for our Skylar. She was going to do very oh, well. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she
1: was. She was a good girl. So yeah. late that day. Uh, so later that day, Rachel called her parents, mm-hmm. and Mary, niece, who of course was Skyler's mom, said Rachel proceeded to tell me that her Skyler and uh, uh, so that her Skyler and Shelia had snuck out the night before, and that they had driven around Star City they had been getting high and that the two girls had dropped her back off at the house. The story was they dropped her off at the end of the road because they didn't want to wake us up when she was sneaking back in. Now, that story held up for a little while, but that is until the best friends seemed to implicate themselves. So, Rachel... And uh, oh. so she Shelley I should say so Shelly claimed that she and Rachel picked up Skylar at eleven PM and dropped her off back before midnight. But of course the CCTV said otherwise. The footage had shown Skylar getting into the so getting into the car at about twelve thirty AM and then was never seen again. So the times didn't add up. So they said, Oh, we did have her home around midnight. And the cops yeah. were saying, well, no, because she only left her house at 12.30 and she got into the car at 12.35. So that doesn't really add up.
0: No, there's no way.
1: No. So then, R- Shelly and her mother helped to canvas the neighbourhood, of course, for Skyler oh, we on go. July 7th. Here we go. Here we go. Here we yeah, go again. This old story. This yeah, old always the case.
0: Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. Where's my friend? I think you know who your friend is
1: so the following day exactly that she went off with her mother they were kind of i suppose you know they were they were going around the neighborhood asking people for information all that kind of crack meanwhile rachel was sent off to catholic summer camp for two weeks so conveniently enough rachel then was shipped off she had of course this was prepaid pre-booked all that crack but even though her best friend what well supposedly her best friend was missing. She still went off to summer camp as as normal. It's a little uh, bit, little TV. bit, little bit alarm bells, isn't it? Well, it's just a bit strange. I mean, then again, I suppose you know maybe would you say in that situation would you be looking for a distraction or something? I don't know, but she certainly wasn't staying around to help. Oh, so, yeah, so think
0: was- at that age you'd be more likely to be? Like, even more kind of hormonal and insanely flinging yourself into the whole case, if...
1: Oh, yeah, I... I you think know what I mean? In, yeah, I agree. I think you'd be... I think... You don't want to say, like, a normal... But maybe more typical reaction would be to be really invested. Like, And say, so... I want to find this person.
0: Yeah, and like hysterically like racking yourself to sleep every night because your friend's missing do you know what i mean yes exactly
1: 100 percent. it would definitely you would imagine especially because they were a close little trio mm-hmm. you would think it would be there would be a bit of a histrionic reaction yes yeah. you would think um, yeah and absolutely heading off to catholic camp not of not a fucking worry and P.S. Can we just say Catholic camp? I mean, Jesus! Can you imagine anything worse than Catholic summer camp? Jesus,
0: oh, anyway. I can't. I can't. Oh, they have to but, give them just a, a lot of treats or something, a lot of s'mores around the campfire. That's all that would really um, sell I it. Just, to
1: me. I mean, I mean, honestly, a lot. I'd say a lot of our fathers first thing in the morning, a few hail marys. I mean, oh, really? Just my worst nightmare. But, so
0: rumors. Was it mixed, eh? That might change the matters. Well, we'll get to that, Sorry. actually. We will get to that okay. topic. Okay, so uh, hold
1: your fire on that one, Sophie. So <laughs> <I'll try>. rumours <laughs> rumors swirled that uh, Skyler had gone to a house party. This was the story going around. That Skyler had gone to a house party and Wade for it overdosed on heroin, which does sound very extreme, but of course West Virginia... Um, you know, it would heroin would be kind of a massive problem in this area as well. So that was the rumour going around that she had tried heroin and she had overdosed on it. So one of the cops involved, a guy called Ronnie Gaskins, he said that it pe- numerous people had told him that the teenager had attended a party and died and that people had panicked and that they had disposed of the body. So this was the, the story like, that was going around.
0: Surely, like she wouldn't have been that stupid as to just like straight in, go for the heroin. Do you know well, like it, yeah, and, and it does she, was, she was tricked and t- like do you know whatever about having a puff of a joint or you know whatever uh, you know the other stuff but like full heroin straight up straight away yeah. No no especially in. when
1: what I mean especially when she was a good student yeah. you know she she seemed to be a responsible teenager in in most ways in terms of having a job etc it does seem it does seem a bit of a stretch I mean I guess it does happen but yeah. one of the co- one of the other cops a, a lady called Jessica Colbank she said from the get-go no I didn't believe that and the reason I didn't believe it was because anyone I met who told me this story their story was, basically all their stories were verbatim. So everyone's story okay. was the exact same. And she had said they were all the exact the time, same. no one's story is exactly the same. Yeah. So she said no one's story is exactly the same unless it is rehearsed. Everything in my gut was telling yeah. me, Shelly is they, acting they wrong together. and Rachel is scared to death. Yeah. So she said that she wasn't particularly impressed with... Uh, you know, Shelia, uh, how she was acting, and that Rachel just seemed to be kind of a nervous wreck around the whole topic. So she was focusing in on those aspects. But with no legitimate cause to make an arrest yet, the police had to keep investigating, obviously. And some clues did start to come out via, funnily enough, via via social media. uh, Because all three girls have been very active on Twitter and Facebook. So the afternoon before Skylar disappeared, she tweeted, sick of being a fucking home. Thanks, friends, in inverted commas. Love hanging (laughs) out with you all too. The day before Skyler had posted, you doing shit like that is why I can never, in all caps, completely trust you. So clearly, again, you know, there were issues between the three of them and they, they, they were kind of, the police were kind of tracing this. It seemed the rift in the trio provided some evidence that perhaps Rachel and Shelia had something to do with Skyler's disappearance. I so think a guy called they Chris Berry, who was kind of a state trooper, Well, it's just, it's not looking good at this point. So Chris Berry was assigned to the case in August, and he always believed that any murderer could conceal what they had done for a very long time. And in some cases, he believed that, you know, murderers, if they're kind of left to their own devices, that they end up often almost kind of becoming a bit arrogant and that if you watch them carefully, they're going to slip up and say something that you can then kind of use against them. So this is why Barry was very keen on focusing on the girls' social media as well. So some posts were really odd from the two girls, Rachel and, and Shelley. So there was one, now, this was going on for months. So bearing in mind, poor Skylar had disappeared on july 6th so november 5th the 5th of november then one post uh from Shelia got Barry's attention and no. it said no one on this earth can handle me and rachel if you think you can you're wrong and then so again j- just okay. a very strange post very and then rachel odd rachel also Yeah. Rachel then also posted a picture of herself and Skylar with the caption Rest easy, Skylar. You'll always be my best friend. I miss you more than you can ever know. Oh. And then, yes. And then two weeks later, Shelia took to Twitter and wrote, We really did go on three. So, you know, the way you'd say to someone, one, two, three. So she wrote this post. Very cryptic. No context. We really did go on three. So Barry, this investigator, really honed in on these.
0: Oh, yeah. This is very... And so this is, is like how many actually, months after yeah. she's dead? This is like, what, four, four months? Five months? No, well, July, August, September, three. I, I mean... Th- is, is that only three months? So July, August,
1: so, September, October... I suppose about four months. okay.
0: Jesus, okay, they they can't wait to be telling everyone about what they did.
1: No, and you see, Barry, he was very clever. So obviously, you know, he was a police officer, but what he had done was he created a fake online persona as an attractive teenage boy who attended the university in the town. And basically, he then was kind of scouring Facebook and Twitter linking up with the girls so that's what how he kind of gained this insight into what was going on into their twitter
0: he's not missing a trick is he no flies on him
1: well no flies it is a bit of a catfish situation but i feel in this situation it's justified in this scenario because he's obviously he's in it he's in it for the greater good he's getting the dirt from the girls Rachel and Shelia had begun hearing things on social media that made them nervous. So some people on Twitter outright accused them of having committed murder. So a lot of people were kind of turning against them on social media and saying, well, what 's up with that? You know you were the last people to see them, and like there's been no trace of that girl since you clearly did something here so authorities continually brought Shelley and Rachel in for interviews over time, the two became more and more excluded from their friends and relied more on each other. so at this point, they really were just two people. they were right. very much getting the cold shoulder from the classmates because just people had a lot of questions there was still no news on what had happened to Skylar she hadn't been found she hadn't been located so they were very isolated as a duo
0: and was so there was their fingers being pointed at anybody else in the community or was everyone pretty pretty sure that it was these girls that had blood on their hands
1: well, I think the police just didn't have a lot to go on. But what okay. they did, what kind of, I suppose, changed the direction of the case was Jessica Cobank, who was, you know, our friend from earlier on, who was the one saying, I don't think this is adding up. Like, why would these stories be the exact same? This yeah. seems rehearsed. He she smells smelled you spelled a rat. But so that she managed to locate CCTV footage from nearby businesses from that July night. So she essentially traced the sedan car. So the sedan which belonged, it turned out, of course, to Shelia Eddy. So the sedan had belonged to Shelia. Uh, she had admitted picking cars How had nobody figured
0: this out until now? How had nobody figured out that the well, sedan...
1: Well, they had they did know that it was Shelly's car, but they just had I'm nothing sorry. to track where she went in the car. But but it's it's surprising because you'd wonder why it took them four months to actually track this footage down. Because they said from the outset that the girls' timestamp did not match up. Yeah. Because the girls claimed they dropped her back at midnight. And they said no, like she got into the car at 12.30, 12.35. So it's surprising that it did take that long. Yeah. But ultimately it did really, really assist them in terms of building a case against the girls. So what the footage showed was they found, of course, you know, they they, they found that Skyler had been picked up. Near kind of a convenience store near her home in Blackstone, West Virginia, yeah. west of Star City and Morgantown. Um however, Shelley and Rachel had said that they went east the night of Skyder's disappearance, but the but the of course the CCTV footage showed them going the opposite direction. So they had caught the girls in a very definite lie. So thus far all they've had is that you know, the girls said, well, we dropped her to the end of the road and that was the last we saw of her. And the only thing they had was that the girls were wrong on the time, that they yeah. said, well, the time is wrong. So that, you know. But now there was a definite lie because the girls were like, we had gone east. And then, of course, in the CCTV, they're going the opposite direction. So that was a definite lie, which, again, the police brought to the girls' attention. But even though this was a lie, of course, the cops still didn't have enough to charge them yeah however someone was about to crack (gasps) one of the two so one of did you want to take a guess
0: okay i think that it's gonna be rachel
1: Okay, let me let me go through what happened. So on December twenty-eighth, twenty twelve, which by the way is like a long time after July sixth, so still the Skyler Skyler's poor family have no justice. I, I They've gone time. through Christmas without their only child, gone through an awful time. Of course, so Okay. This was ju- so this all happened July sorry, this so Skyler went missing July 6th. And of course, this all takes place December 28th, which, you know, is a long time after the fact. Poor Skyder's family, you know, they've lost their only child. They've gone through Christmas without their only child. And then the the cops get a 911 call. They get a 911 call and it's Rachel's mother. So Rachel's mother says, I have an issue with the 16 year old daughter of mine. I can't control her anymore. She's hitting us, she's screaming, what? and she's running through the neighborhood. So she was completely hysterical. And in the background, Rachel could be heard crying uncontrollably. Oh god. And she's saying and she's saying to the mother, Give me the phone. No, no, this is over, this is over. And then to the dispatcher, Rachel's mother says, My husband's trying to restrain her. Please hurry. So Rachel was primed to confess, and authorities picked her up. Soon, she told them exactly what had happened to poor Skyler. Jesus Christ! What so did you do? without, so she was brought into the cop station, and she said outright, "This is how she began the story." She said, yeah. "We stabbed her."
0: Right. Okay. Two girls stabbed so, her.
1: Yes, yeah, so she said, We stabbed her as she continued talking. So the truth became clearer and clearer. So, as Rachel told us, she and Shelia had planned the murder of Skylar a month in advance. One day they were in science class and they were discussing Skylar and how, I suppose, they weren't getting on as a group. She was annoying them and yeah, she said, but you Look, don't, we you just don't weren't go getting and
0: on. Bump her off just because she's annoying you, like.
1: Well, this is it. I mean, it's like, it's all very questionable, the whole thing. So she claimed we were in science class. We were discussing Skylar and the problem of Skylar. And we decided in science class that maybe we should kill her.
0: Now, this is <laughs> I, why... as I'm a fo- mean, as well, the, the
1: problem of Skylar. Like... Oh, awful. It's- well, they're just obviously awful girls. I mean, that's clear. But also, as a former teacher, this is why... You have to have silence in the classroom. You can't have <laughs> classmates talking
0: to one another. God knows what they're getting up to in there. This kind of stuff, obviously.
1: So, on the night of the murder, uh, apparently, Rachel had grabbed, well, this is what Rachel said. So, she grabbed a shovel from her dad's house. And Shania took two knives from her mom's kitchen. They also took with them cleaning surprise and a change of clothes. So the two girls picked Skylar up. Now, Skylar assumed they were just going to be driving around and maybe smoking some marijuana. So they had kind of driven around before and smoked some marijuana. So she thought that's what they were going to do. She was initially hesitant when the two girls had gotten in touch with her that evening saying they wanted to hang out, as they hadn't been getting on, but she was like, Look, let's just try to be normal and that's when she snuck oh, out God. of her bedroom and went and met the girls. So previously the trio had driven to a town called Brave, which is kind of on the I suppose on the border of Pennsylvania, and they had gotten high there, and then Rachel and Shelia had brought uh, their own pipes for smoking weed. So it did give the impression to Skyler that, yeah, like this is what we're going to be doing. Yeah. This is all cool. Although it was scorching hot outside, Rachel and Shelia wore hoodies to conceal the fact that they were hiding knives Unaware of why they were actually wearing hoodies, Skyler thought nothing of it. So she didn't ask them why they were dressed up like this, even though it was very, very warm. Middle of the summer in West Virginia. Although it was scorching hot. So it was scorching hot, but you know, they were wearing this crazy outfit, but Skyler didn't even, you know, reference blink. it. So once they were out, no, so once they were outside these woods in Pennsylvania, uh, Skyler Basically they got out of the car, the three of them, and again Skyler presumed that they were gonna smoke some marijuana. And Shelley and Rachel told Skyler that they had forgotten to bring a lighter. So Skyler volunteered to go back to the car to fetch her own lighter.
0: Oh, and when no. she had
1: her back turned I know no. this is so awful. So when she had her back turned, apparently Ray this is coming from Rachel's mouth. Rachel said on three, which of course was what her tweet had been referencing when she had tweeted, We
0: really didn't go on three. Sorry, not one, two, three, three, two, one, obviously. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you know, it you know what you'd, say, you'd
1: say on three? Yeah. So apparently Rachel had said that Now it was Shelley who put up that tweet Oh we really did go on three But this is obviously a reference to Rachel Saying on three so that was what they had Agreed that they would go on three Prior to the murder when they started attacking her, so so they started attacking her and Rachel said that at one point during the attack, which this is just such a horrible detail, mm-hmm. at one point during the attack, Scott, poor Skylar had got away from the two, but oh, they stabbed her st- in the knee. In the knee? So that though- she couldn't run very far.
0: Ah, God. These girls are awful. They're the worst. So they stabbed you, really like, in her in in the bone of her knee. So she was just stuck there so they could stab her some more.
1: Yeah, so they—I mean, absolutely horrendous. And I mean, these two girls—I mean, I will send you on pictures of the two girls, Um, Shelia, Eddie, and Rachel Show, and the two of them look—I mean, now not that this makes any odds, but they they look completely normal. Okay, I'm gonna very very good looking girls. Uh, they, i can actually i can email it to you if you if you put in that the murder of Skylar niece s-k-y-l-a-r and then niece is n-a-e-s-e and then the if you if you want to have a look there in images and if not i can send you i mean but they were two like really the three well, of them got very attractive like very well presented young women it's i mean it's insane oh it's insane.
0: my god they look like babies.
1: What do you think of the visual? Yeah,
0: very they look baby case. Like they were born very in nineteen ninety six. Does that not make you yeah. feel ancient? Oh my god, I'm I'm uh, well, floored. I mean, they at did how young this when they
1: were, they were sixteen. Oh
0: my god,
1: yeah, they they look very young. I mean, they were they were they were young-looking sixteen-year-olds. That's for like sure. In, like young-looking, but I mean, very young. Know,
0: I was thinking like high school like you know when you think of high school you think of like the scream movies i suppose that kind of genre and like america and like how all those people were definitely not in their teens <laughs> but like these are no. these are little, tiny girls who are going around stabbing each other yeah no
1: Think when you get the visual, it makes it all the more disturbing. So poor old Skyler, her last words—oh, very sad. Her last words consisted of a very simple "why." So that was her last words. Oh. So she said "why," and Rachel did tell the cops. She said, yeah, she she asked us why we did this." And um, police later asked Rachel, of course, the same question, to which she simply said, "We didn't
0: like her." Oh, all right. Awful? Fair enough. Fair enough. You didn't like her. Stab away, then. Uh, go to town. He didn't like her. There's it's loads of people I don't. Well, I mean, it's not loads insane. of people I don't like. Like, you don't go around getting stabbed. Happy, do you know? No, it's.
1: Well, it it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But police had their own theories then as well. But in early January 2013, Rachel took investigators to the woods where she and Shania had killed Skyler. Of course, it's West Virginia, it's January, it's covered in snow. She couldn't remember the exact location. They couldn't find the body at first, but because she had confessed, they could still charge her with murder. The police got a break, though, a week later when they did find poor Skyler's body, which at this point, of course, was nearly unidentifiable in yeah. the woods. And actually they had planned, they claimed that they had planned to bury her, but they didn't actually bury her. They actually just let, it was essentially an open grave. They just covered her with branches and bits of log and bits of tree to cover the body. So the body hadn't even been buried, but it hadn't That's been discovered.
0: That's even worse. That's
1: um, even so the, it is, And of course, then it's exposed. So the elements had really, you know, obviously... Of course, uh, yeah. Destroyed. The body. Yeah. So, they did then match, so they it took it actually didn't it actually took until March, would you believe, until they could confirm that the body was that of Skyler because oh just with DNA and all the rest of the time. So the cops then matched blood samples in Shelley's trunk to Skyler's DNA, and Shelly was arrested on May 1st 2013 so like nearly a year later it took that long in a car park of a Cracker Barrel fast food restaurant she was charged with first degree murder and she pled guilty in January 2014 so she was quite tight lipped Rachel yeah, had yeah, it was Rachel giving all the info. But she did ultimately plead guilty. I mean, obviously her legal counsel said there is no way you're getting away with this. So you need to just plead guilty. So she received, a now, do not you know what you think of this? She received a life sentence with the possibility of parole after 15 years. See? Which it's, seems a bit
0: lenient. i very states. lenient. Very lenient. 15 years for a vicious yeah. murder like that. Very odd.
1: Well, I mean, you know, not to say she will get out in 15, but there's the possibility, you know, she will have a parole hearing. Rachel then was found guilty of second degree murder and she received 30 years, which, of course, in America. So here now, 30 years, you wouldn't even get that for a life sentence. But, of course, in America, life is life. So it is less than what Shelly got. And obviously the reason she got a lesser sentence is because she cooperated with the police and ultimately confessed. And both girls were tried as adults. So there is a possibility in 15 years that they will be out. Not a guarantee, but there's there is a possibility which obviously Skyder's family were absolutely devastated saying they're both sickos and they're both exact they're both exactly where they need to be away from civilization locked up like animals because that's what they are they are animals
0: I like that now that the family are also on board with this because it is pretty pretty horrible you know, like sometimes well, you hear it's, the it's family like oh, they were just children. Oh, they were influenced by whatever. Oh, they, well, they used to watch this scary film and well, they they no, were just to, like, well, just no. to say
1: this is this is Skyner's. I mean, this is Skyner's dad saying this about the two girls. So oh, you know, sorry, he obviously. Sorry, I totally misheard you. You're, <laughs> do you know what? Maybe I, I do You know, maybe I said it wrong. I'll listen no, back to that I think I was, I thinking, I was you. like. I was like, "Isn't that unusual that you'd hate uh, that you'd hate her?" <laughs> no, it's space. not. No, I think it's pretty, it's pretty sure.
0: Um, no, I just
1: I couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly do this story without just looking at some of the I suppose well the main theory as to why. They think a lot of people, I shouldn't say they, but a lot of people think that the two actually murdered poor Skyler. So there was this book written called Pretty Little Killers, which looks at this horrific murder. The hypothesis that they present is they so that they claim that in that book that um, so the authors being Deneen Berry and Jeffrey Fuller, that Skyler... Uh, had planned to out Shelley and Rachel as a lesbian couple. So in her diary, obtained by the authors, um, Deline and Jeffrey Jalene uh, Berry and Geoffrey Fuller, Skyler reportedly Schuyler's wrote diary. in graphic detail about... Skyler's diary but she, she they had obtained it from her parents so her parents were okay with them taking the diary for the
0: purposes of right. this book
1: but she had written it written in the diary apparently in graphic detail about walking in on Celia and Rachel having sex during a sleepover in her home just now okay. I know Yeah. So just now I know Skyler had tweeted on one occasion while on another, she wrote in another tweet, she wrote about her desire to quote, tell everything to everyone if she thought she could get away with it. However, so that, and if you go on Reddit, you know Reddit's a great one if you're into the true crime. Mm -hmm. I I, I would say virtually everyone on Reddit, virtually everyone on Reddit uh, subscribes to that theory that, they felt that they were going to be outed by Skyler but in Skyler's defence just for a bit of balance on that neither Skyler's yeah. parents nor the police have actually embraced that idea they don't love that idea specifically yeah. Skyler's mom, who spoke to probably, 2020 which is show and I
0: probably regretted handing over the old diary after that came out
1: well, I don't, I don't know if they did, but she did say the mom did say on ABC's Twenty Twenty that her daughter had many, many gay and lesbian friends. So she personally didn't think that Skyler would be taunting someone because their sexual preference or looking to out them. Now, in saying that, and again, this doesn't, you know, really kind of back up anything. But Rachel has since married a woman in prison. So okay. a lot of you know, a lot of there's a lot of talk on Reddit, well she came from this very strict Catholic family. You know, is that what propelled yeah. her that she didn't want her family finding out? But again, I mean that's all conjecture. I mean there there's no you know, there's no real evidence supporting Do you know that what as though, such.
0: It does it does make a tiny bit more sense now that there's a bit of uh a reason behind why they might have done it. Because you know, like as a teen this stuff is so amplified and it's so like you know one one story going around about you could be the end of your life as you know it kind of thing so especially Mm. with them having this like really strict catholic background like it's very plausible do you think
1: well I I do think the fact that well, I think the fact that her background was so religious, mm. uh, it, do, it does add a certain weight. And now the fact that she has married a woman in prison, you yeah. know, would seem to kind of back it up to an extent. Um, And also, you know, I mean, this book, they did, I mean, obviously they didn't publish the 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 actual diary itself but they did claim to be referencing stuff that had been written in the diary so I mean you know who's I mean the police what they actually do believe they have said that they don't subscribe to that even though I would feel okay there there might be some element of truth there in terms of a motivation but the police have said that based on interviewing the girls and their behavior during the trial that they actually believe that they had killed uh, that the two girls kill Skyler simply for the thrill of it and to see if they could get away with murder. So they really feel that the whole thing was fueled by arrogance and arrogance alone. Um, But it's, it's, okay. it's interesting. I mean, certainly, you know, I know you can't really be, you know, with these boards and yeah. these forums like Reddit and all the rest, you can't really be kind of, I suppose, giving them too much time in terms of, like, yeah. the theories people come up with. But the overwhelming feeling amongst, I suppose, these true crime sleuths who would be have been following this case would be that that probably was the motivation. But either way, like, comp- obviously completely unjustified, horrendous crime. I mean, poor Skylar... Just terrible. And that is the story of the death of Skyler niece.
0: Well poor Skylar is right. Horrible. Really awful,
1: yeah. Really yeah. Awful. Yeah. awful stuff. Wow. And even the girl even the girl's demeanour during the trial was so strange. Like wow, certainly wow. Rachel Rachel obviously had some kind of psychotic but I wouldn't say so. I got a break, but she had some break at Christmas and, and did, confessed did she, everything. Um,
0: did she kind of cool it after? And was she able to get through the trial in a kind of a coherent kind of way, or was she all over the oh, place?
1: Yeah, they. Oh no, they were both very. They were both very calm and collected during the trials. Rachel did cry and appear, appear very remorseful yeah. in her closing statement i mean a lot of good that's going to do for you know a bit for like now one weaknesses. yeah who've lost their who's lost their only child but weirdly shelia just never showed any bit of remorse and was very composed throughout the whole thing so ultimately just two very very scary and terrifying young women
0: funny that the two of them managed to like find each other in that Small town, yes. and
1: isn't it funny?
0: You yeah, know. like you, you don't so hear it very often.
1: Yeah, there's so few teenagers, like most teenagers are great. There's so few teenagers who would be capable of something like that. I I think, I think that's why on these forums and these blogs and these boards, people obsess about the motivation because though Rachel claimed we didn't like her, it just, I mean, that doesn't wash. That There's no. something more to it for sure. Um, but it is, it's strange how they found one another. I mean, obviously very, very tragic for Skylar that they did find one another. And even reading those tweets, it does bring you back to that time. I mean, even now you'd still feel a certain grievance, insecurity and anxiety within social circles. But I mean I'm sure she never ever for yeah. one second believed that it was gonna end in her death.
0: No. And they, it it was it was very kind of sneaky the way they kind of brought her out, being like, Yeah, you know, haven't been friends for a while, but look, let's share share a joint and, you know, shoot the breeze. Little did she know. of course
1: the fact yeah and the fact that they had planned in a month in advance i i think it's very surprising the sentences they got i mean coming back to especially like you know with the whole black lives matter movement etc in america Mm. you wonder if these had meant if these hadn't been two white girls like if these were two black or brown girls would they be eligible for parole in 15 years i'm not that sure i mean there was a huge amount of planning involved
0: and depending on so, the stage and all that, like you just, you just wouldn't know.
1: It, it's fair. It's just, it's a strange sentence for them to re- have received. And they, you know, of course, Shelley might be in prison for life. And uh, of course, Rachel might be in prison for 30 years. But it's it's worrying to think that they might be out in 15. Because remember, Sophie, sure. And you know, I love my maths. They'd only be 30. They'd only be 32. <laughs>
0: That is 30 nuts.
1: Thirty-two years of age, isn't that insane? I'm thirty-two. That's nuts. Yeah, it, you see, sometimes my maths, sometimes my maths pays off for the shock yeah, effect. You, you, but it you is, hit it home is there, And no. you know, poor Skyeer sounds like she was just this gorgeous young girl, uh academic, social extrovert, adored by her family. And uh, it's 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 hard to make it's hard to make sense of any murder, but this one in particular just seems really bizarre in I terms know. of motivation. One of these days, Sophie, I'm gonna do. I don't know if there's such thing as a happy crime for <laughs> crime, band, but we'll do something. Maybe if someone you have a happy crime. Please get in touch.
0: Is someone really awful that was murdered, and we can just kind of be like, it's okay, <laughs> it's fine
1: well do you know what actually somebody sent me a few well a few people sent me ideas and a couple of them I think next week I might go for a bit of a historical one but it's a goodie usually I don't like historical oh. murders but this one's a bit of a goodie it's the start of the 20th century and I think could I think it could be an interesting one so I'm gonna do this one I think Okay, I'm in. It takes in. place down south in the States. I think you'd like it. So we'll do that next week. Sophie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Stay Brilliant. safe out there.
0: You too. So Thanks for having me, Julie. I'll
1: chat to you next week. As ever. Okay, such perfect. a pleasure. Never a chore. Big kisses. Okay, <laughs> beware those Bye. teenage girls. They're sometimes deadly. Bye.
0: This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.